Welcome to another edition of the TMI Podcast. I'm your host that's going to take you coast to coast while doing the most. If you got Since the last time, you may want to catch up. I go by the name of Maverick Ice. This episode of the TMI Podcast is brought to you by our partners at Virtual Reload. Virtual Reload is an esports company that provides coaching for gamers young and old. We all know someone playing the game right now. Tell them to check these guys out. Hey, you never know your son or daughter could be the next Cal Gearsdale. Google him. <laughs> or just go to virtualreload.com forward slash coaching and sign up. It's first episode of the year. I know y'all better be out there rocking it. Y'all know this year is the year of the new. I'm out here doing it. So if you're listening, I know you are too. This is the year we learn new things, meet new people, and have new experiences. What is it that you want for you and yours? You made it through 2020. Let's go further. No, it's not going to be easy, but guess what? Mamba mentality. Love it. It's worth it. My first guess of the year is the true definition of loving what he does. And it sounds like you can get paid for it. <laughs> My brother from another country, Mr. Sports Enthusiast himself, my guy, Johannes, a.k.a. Joe Cool. How you doing, brother? Welcome to the TMI Podcast. It's been a minute. Thank, thank you. I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Man. I cannot wait for 2021 to be the year of the new, by the way. I'm done with 2020. Let's, let's get rocking and rolling to 2021, man. Let's do it, man. Why not? <laughs> How you holding up in the pandemic, though, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, you know, just kind of hanging out at the house with my wife, my dog, and uh, not really going off anywhere. Trying to stay safe. <laughs> Waiting for the vaccine so I can travel again. I heard that, man. I heard that. So you feeling comfortable about taking that vaccine? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Whenever, whenever I get there, you know, it'll probably be another six months the way it's going right now. I don't think we're in the, uh, I don't think we first in line to get it, man. I, I mean, you know, we're... I, I am not, I am not in the 1A category. I'm probably in like the 5A category. Man, look, man, I mean, you're doing big things now, man. You, you, you probably more like 2A now, you know. <laughs> 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 you leave us five A people, five A people down where we are, man. You leave us alone. <laughs> I wish. We'll see. We'll see how long it takes. <laughs> well, look, man. I won't keep you too long, bro. I know you're doing big things. I'm all about having conversations with people I feel that are making moves and chasing their dreams while blazing their own path. Plus, it's Super Bowl week. I had to get someone on that's just as excited as I am. You definitely fit I can't the mold. <laughs> you definitely fit the profile, bro. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that, man. I cannot wait for the Super Bowl. First of all, thank you, NFL, for giving us the season. That really helped me during the pandemic. See, uh, I knew that. every Sunday, at least I got football. Man, tell me about it, bro. I mean, you know, I'm a sports fanatic, and, um, you know, this is probably – one of the first time I was able to kind of sit back and actually watch football and get back geared into sports like I've been um, just, you know, I've been on this kind of book thing, you know, for a while so I've been kind of grinding it out, pushing and pulling and and this just grinding, man, and uh, this has definitely been um, a wake up with this whole 
coronavirus and people being able to social distance. It's been a blessing in disguise for me, man. <laughs> yeah, man. For me, too. For me, too. I was not able to travel uh, for work last year. I had to stay at home. So I definitely watched more sports than I probably ever have, which is crazy because I already watch a lot of sports, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> but I think in 2020, I watched even more just because I was, yeah, stuck in the house for most of the time. Man, I'm look, hey, isn't that good, though, that you're able to, um, you know, kind of get paid to be at home and watch sports like that now? Ah, lucky. Yeah, <laughs> very fortunate that I was still able to still able to get paid. I yeah, know a man. lot of people <laughs> having, having trouble out there, but, you know, keep grinding. Good right. things will happen. They will. And, uh, you know, I'm the living testament of that, that, you know, if you love something enough and you work hard for it, you know, sometimes good things happen. So, yeah, definitely fortunate, but can't wait to, for it to get back to normal. Though. Absolutely, man. Well, look, I want to ask you this, man. We've had conversation debates for years back in the day about sports and everything else related around sports, right? And you've turned it into a career, bro. And uh, first off, I want to know how. <laughs> and I, I knew it would be a dope conversation to have on the podcast. Yeah, man. I mean, it was, you know, it was not easy. I was, you know, kind of, when we met uh, back in the day, I was kind of, you know, just grinding away, doing what I did, but I wasn't really loving it. Um, I think our conversations, I think our conversations uh, on a daily basis probably showed that, uh, you know, I think everybody came to me on our team that they knew that Johannes was a sports guy. So, yeah, uh, you know, just, thought about it. It took me about a year to actually figure out a path on, on how I could get back. And um, it was actually the, the school that I had graduated from. They had started uh, a new program, a sports management program. They did not have that uh, when I was there originally. Okay. Um, and I got, you know, as an alumni, I, you know, I get my uh, monthly newsletter uh, from them. <laughs> and a lot of times it's not a lot of good info in it. It's just, it's just a bunch of stories that I don't really care about. But this one, uh, you know, this one time had that they were opening a new sports management program where you could get a degree and really, you know, get into the business side of sports. I'm obviously not talented enough to play on the field, uh, but, but the business side, there's a lot of things that I was uh, that I could do and that I was interested in. And so. Once I got that newsletter, that kind of set in motion a uh, kind of a four or five month process of trying to figure out a way how I can get back to school, you know, quit the job that I was at. Fortunately, I was able to, uh, yeah, and then just went back to school as a 28, 29 year old and got my degree and, you know, was able to fortunately get into the actual sports business side. Man, you know what? I mean, I know that had to be a challenge, man. I mean, going back after how long were you out of out of school from that, when you went back? How how many? I was out for six years. Wow, I was out for six years. Yeah, so I graduated the first time in '05. Okay, and then I went back 2011 is when I started back up for my second degree. Wow. Uh, nerves uh, how did it feel once you went back in that first class like that what what was the first class you went back and took when you went in there 
Uh, it was a class called Sports Management 101, which is basically just kind of a real intro into what the major is and an intro into what the business side of sports is. And yeah, sitting with a bunch of 18-year-olds was definitely, <laughs> you know, I felt old. Um, you know, I felt almost as old as the teachers were. So that was a little bit... Took me some getting used to <laughs> being that, that old guy, but what they calling you, know, you Mister and all say, that? What they what they saying, Mister? It's <laughs> not and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mister Johannes, yeah. Grandpa Johannes. I think one of them called me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was an adjustment, um, but I will say that since I was older. I stayed out of the party scene, which I definitely enjoyed when I was 18, my first time around. Right. Um, so, yeah, I actually was really able to kind of grind and focus, and so I got I got that degree in two and a half years, and it didn't take me four years, um, as originally it, it should have. Oh, man, well, that's awesome. <laughs> you, I mean, obviously yeah, you got ahead yeah. of the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of knew all the tricks, right? <laughs> hey, See, going my second time around, I knew all the tricks on how to get, you know, try to get ahead. And so <laughs> I did that, and you know, it was it was a great experience, though, just because you know I could gain a whole new friend group, and right. um, you know, they leaned on me, and I leaned on them, you know, as young guys, new ideas, and never, you know, things that I would have never thought of. You know, that's when. Kind of Twitter and Instagram started, so I got into that, and you know, all those things are definitely now a big part of what I do today. <laughs> Isn't that funny, man? Because um, you know, we that's kind of how we connect still through social media. Um, I'm doing this whole social media cleanse right now, where I'm I'm actually having to kind of get away from all that because all the uh, tension that comes with all that when you're trying to like try different things like this <laughs> and uh, going into a whole nother career change and things like that you you don't know, realize how of a distraction it is until you're you know you're impacted and trying to change uh, trying to do new things and it takes away from that absolutely and I think that was you know one of the other big 2020 kind of revelations for me is that I need to stay off of it <laughs> unless I'm actually on it for you know for work or you right. know like you said connecting you know with you or old friends right. you know that I'm able to follow and keep up with <laughs> outside of that I need to get off of it more oh, man. it Look, definitely I is Dude, you're talking uh, to somebody. Slow these days. <laughs> Dude, you you you've seen how I how I tweet, man, and I, I I'll send a barrage of tweets, and and then I'm I may come back on like five minutes later with another barrage of tweets and, and posts and things of that nature because I'm. I'm one of those guys, I like to get my thoughts out. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting my thoughts out in the wrong place, on <laughs> the wrong thing. Let me actually <laughs> do something a lot more effective and um, actually positive. And, uh, that's where the kind of the um, the, pod, the podcast kind of formed, you know, so. Um, no, I love it. And I love listening. You know, I listen to pods every day while I'm doing work on the side. And, you know, I think that this is, it's an amazing forum if you use it in the right way. Absolutely. You know, it was, 
you know, it's been tough. Uh, you know, I, I live in Atlanta, so <laughs> election season in Georgia was crazy. I'm sure. <laughs> it took forever. <laughs> it took forever. Uh, you know, it was never ending itself. So, uh, yeah. I'm pretty Another sure good you felt like you were in politics. social media for the right way. I'm sure you felt like you were in politics yeah. when you Oh, there. my God. Uh, I, I couldn't get away from it. Everywhere I went. See, <laughs> TV, that's why it we was love on. Sports. Computer, it was on. <laughs> exactly. Sports was another escape from that. I'm like, telling no, you, it's, it's like our therapy. People don't understand that. It's, it's really our therapy. And it's amazing just how many people it, it is a therapy for, right? Right. Like That's one of the things that I see now with you know, even with our soccer team, right? Obviously, you know, soccer is not the biggest sport in America, but, you know, before the pandemic... it is the biggest sport in the world, right? It is the biggest sport in the world. And, you know, even before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, Atlanta United, the team that I'm at, we're getting, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 people. And, you know, for them, it's the best thing ever to come to a game. You know, and the joy and the happiness that you get Man, sports is—it has incredible powers. Let me ask you this: Are you in? Are you at the games, or when you're doing? Kind of tell me what you do, man. Like, uh, tell, tell us kind of what you do with the land. Yeah, yeah. No, I started a couple of years ago, and um, I work in the communications department. Uh, so I do a lot of interviews with players and media and TV stations and radio and newspapers, and kind of set those up. And yeah, at the game, um in the press box, you know, kind of handling things there. And then I go down uh, to the locker room and kind of help the players make sure that they, you know, do the interviews they're supposed to do. Don't say stuff that they're not supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. Um, I'll probably be one of those guys you will have to come talk to, man, about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I always hope. I always hope for a win because uh, players are much happier to talk to after a win (laughs) (laughs) compared to a loss. So uh, when we lose, it's a little bit harder, my job. But no, those are kind of the main things that I do. So yeah, I do get to go to all the home games, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and again, you know, just enjoying and seeing, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 people. You know, there's no better feeling than that. Right. Now look, man. I've been obviously I've been paying attention to you, and I've been paying attention to the Atlanta United. I've never seen a buzz in Atlanta like that, like with a sports team. Obviously, you know the Falcons have kind of let them down, and uh, Rays. You know it's been a while, <laughs> but seeing the frenzy around the Atlanta United, it's like mind-boggling. I'm like, man, this is right down the road and I I never would have thought Atlanta would have a soccer team like that to have that much energy yeah it's been it's been incredible from day one right like I got to be a fan the first year mm-hmm. and then the second year is when I started working for the team so I was able to kind of see it from both sides and you know the biggest thing is that you know Atlanta fans they obviously they have a rep for not you know, maybe supporting, their, you know, when you go to a Falcons game or Braves game, you know, and the Yankees come to town or, you know, the Packers, 
come to town for the Falcons, there's a lot of Green Bay or Yankee fans in the stands. Right. You know, and I think that's one of the things that with soccer, because it's still so young here, you know, the league is only 20, 25 years old, mm-hmm. that, you know, people, you know, when they come from New York, they don't have a soccer team. You know, they love the Yankees, they love the Mets, the Giants, you know, or from Philly, they love the Eagles, whatever. But soccer, they didn't have a team. And we were really able to kind of get into, really down to the roots of the city and really find that connection. And it was a perfect spark. And from day one, you know, we had... 5,000 people sign up on the first day for season tickets. Then we had 25,000 the next week. First game, you know, there were 45,000. Then we got the new stadium. Uh We moved into Mercedes-Benz, you know, and we opened it up for 70,000, and we got 70,000, you know, when we opened it up. So there was a real, there was a connection there to where people could really come and say, you know, I live in Atlanta, I'm from Atlanta, and this is going to be my team. I don't have to, you know, be a Philly fan or a New York fan, you know, because my whole family used to live there and now I live down in Atlanta. Right. Uh, that's really the, the connection that we were able to make. And that's really helped us, you know, get an amazing fan, an amazing <laughs> fan base. And winning helps too, obviously. Yes, it does. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so winning a, winning a cup in the second year was... That was yeah. amazing, man. That it was, was amazing. And look, oh and I'm, I'm watching you tweet and all that stuff, man, around that time. I'm like, what in the hell? This guy is really <laughs> in the midst of all of this. Now, look, look let me tell you this, right? And the reason why, one reason why I wanted to have you on, man, is because you made me a soccer fan. And I, I, I and I, I think you remember this. And if you don't, I'm going to share it with you, right? <laughs> you remember um, when uh, I think the, I think it was the US, USA was playing, I don't know if it was Germany or who, but you were like, just, just watch it, man. Just get up and watch it. And it was, <laughs> and it, the game was like at six in the morning. I think it was yeah. like six a.m. or five fifty or five thirty a.m. Man, and I think we used to work the late shift, or at least I did. And then back then I was involved in music, so I had to go to like a studio session and all that after work and all that, or a show. And I didn't even get home until like maybe two or three a.m. or something like that. And I remember my daughter's mom, she used to have to get up early in the morning and go to work. So <laughs> I had to get up, make sure I take my daughter to a daycare. Or she, I think that day I just let her stay in the bed. But I remember she getting up and she saw me getting up. And she was like, what are you doing? I said, I got to go watch this game. She said, watch a game? You see something in the morning? <laughs> she thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> she thought I was sleepwalking. Cause when the alarm went off, I was like, "Oh man!" But I remember, I just remember. Look, if I came into work that next day and I didn't watch that game, I knew I was gonna catch pure hell from you, dude. dude World Cup is an amazing. Hell. World Cup is an amazing. It really it's an amazing is, man. thing. It really is, man. And look, I'm gonna tell you. Ever since then. Every year, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, 
around that time, I'm gonna find a way to either get off early, and I'm gonna, <laughs> or I'm gonna not go to work or work from home or something like that. <laughs> now the great things now we can we can watch it on the phone and all that. Yeah. But it's nothing like being around amongst people, man. I went to like Wild Wings, man. I think with Buffalo Wild Wings one year, man. And what in the hell? I've never seen anything like that, dude. Now, I've, I've been in bars all over, man, and see, you know, been in Clemson when they're, you know, on their thing and all that, man. I've, I've been around, man. And to see the energy in the level of people that was trying to get in there just to stand around and just the unity that when USA um, just made a goal or make a – you know, a flag or anything like that. It, it was just, it was bananas. I've never be, seen anything like that firsthand, man. So, first of all, I had to tell you, thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I appreciate you putting me on some energy like that. I, I love, I love it, man. I'm, you know, I'm a soccer fan. I can't say I'm a soccer enthusiast like yourself, but, <laughs> but I'm definitely a fan, man. Thanks. That's fantastic. And that, you know, and that's what we try, you know, that's what I think every soccer enthusiast mm-hmm. in this country tries to do, right? It's just to spread that, spread that love. You know, I grew up in Germany, so soccer, it's in my blood. It's, you know, it's the only thing I knew growing up, you know, from age two, you know, till I got to this country, 19. So for me, it was, you know, it's, this is what I love. Right. This is the game. I, you know, I can watch a hundred games a week and <laughs> every one of them would be incredible to me, right? I would find something. But the World Cup, man, it's crazy. And the best, so far, my best World Cup story still is from Greenville. Okay. Which was also, I think, in one of those, one of those there was a game where the U.S. scored like in the last minute against Algeria uh-huh. and I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings as well in Greenville <laughs> and, I, and I well I ran around the Wild Wings <laughs> screaming like a madman and out of nowhere three guys like picked me up and carried me Whoa. around the Wild Wings while I was like throwing my scarf around going <laughs> going crazy because it was like a la- you know it was like a walk off home run you know the last minute I goal no I, I told you. Yeah, I just told you. I'm, you didn't even know I did that. <laughs> you, we, haven't, we hadn't had this conversation, y'all. But literally, I saw the same energy. And then when I went in there and I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm probably going to take off every year. Every time, this come, every time we have a World Cup, I'm taking off, especially if the USA is involved, just to be around that. So, this, that's the reason why this pandemic is kind of just kind of sucked the air out of a lot of things like that, man. Just all of the fun um, of um, these times and all that stuff, man. I know you're ready to get back to it. Um, for, but, man, what part of Germany are you from? Uh, so I was born in uh, Bonn, which is on the west. It's in West Germany. It's okay. about an hour from kind of Belgium, Netherlands. Uh, the biggest thing for Bonn is that when Germany was divided, which it was up until 88, 89, okay. Bonn was actually the capital of the West. Mm. So we had a lot of embassies and you know, we had a U.S. military base in Bonn. 
So for my mom, who was American, she was able to actually still communicate, you know, and have American friends, uh, you know, and American military families that she was able to connect with. Uh, you know, so I was actually able to have some of those friends as well. They had an American high school and it really helped me to kind of develop, you know, not only my English, but also, you know, this friendship and kind of learning the American way. Uh, but yeah, I lived there pretty much until I came to college in 2001. Oh, wow. For 20 years. Yeah, this will be 2021. This is the first, this is going to be the year where now I have lived in America the same amount as I lived in Germany. So, um, I got to wow. feel now equally both both American and German. Uh, but I never lose my German roots. Man, I look, I know you don't, man. And <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you something that I haven't told um, many people. Now, I um I find myself attempting to uh, you know, speak you know various languages right well i'm not gonna say various languages i'll I, i'll speak english of course and then my other language that i've attempt to speak sometimes is spanish or espanol i've been i've, I've actually been to mexico actually cancun uh, a year which was awesome but uh <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> i want to go to cancun so i um so that's that's been a that's my like my love, you know, as far as a language outside of the English, which is just learning a different language is is cool anyway. But many people don't know the first language I was actually exposed to was actually German. Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was actually exposed to German in um back in middle school. I. Uh, I forgot uh, my my teacher. He he was he was actually um, Dutch, and he, he he was teaching us German and all that. And now, it, granted, it's been probably about thirty years, man. No, not thirty <laughs> years. Thirty eight, but it's been probably over twenty some years, man. So I my 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 German is definitely <laughs> way off. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> you know, but seriously, my German is way off. I you know, and I watch. German TV like almost daily. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so, it's still hard to keep it up, but that's amazing. I did not know that, that you had German experience. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's why that was another reason why. I, like I said, man, he's gonna trip off of that because he would never think that. Obviously, we always had a vibe. You know how we used to. Um, you know how we gravitated with each other with sports anyway, but never would have thought that. Hey. My first exposure to an outside language was German, and you being German and being my guy, you know that was that was that was definitely a commonplace, man. So it was definitely like meant for us to meet. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. That's amazing. No, I definitely did not did not know that, but you know I hear that from quite a few people. You know, they tr- either tried to learn German and. Mm-hmm. In high school, it's it's a very tough language. I yeah, it, it not, really. Is. I will not lie. It is it is a hard <laughs> language to learn. You know, if you're not actually from there. So you know what? Tough. I think it's more of a passion behind it. Like with Spanish, you know, I had a I had an African American Spanish teacher that which is is amazing. It, I, I don't know how that happens, but hey, so her name was Senora Burroughs. She was phenomenal. But she made Spanish so passionate to me where I was like, yeah, 
I do want to learn this. With my German teacher, he was like, you know, you know, trying to, what is good and talk? Is, is that good morning or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, see that, man? I know a little bit. He was like, <laughs> he was, he was just real bland every day and just giving me like different words to say and stuff like that. I'm like, man. And then I found out like all the girls were in chorus, you know, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of out of here, man. I don't not. I do not blame you. I do not blame you. You know, it was different, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, today I wish that I had learned Spanish, just because we have we have like six or seven players from Argentina, and I can't communicate with them. So. Duolingo, man. Duolingo. I know. Help you. I know. <laughs> it can I get tried you, get 20, you places, man. <laughs> I tried in 2020, and after about a month, I stopped and gave up. <laughs> Look, man, I can't. I, I understand. Me. I understand. You, you're trying to put. It's hard at times to push through this pandemic, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had time, but. <laughs> you know, I had other had other things come up. There you go, man. We 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 all we went went through stuff last year, man. We've all trying to push through, man. So this was one of those things where I was like, hey, I gotta have somebody on that has passion. It's Super Bowl week. Um, we got to talk about that. Who now? I'm gonna tell you, man. I got a feeling. I think I know who you're gonna go for, or who you're about to tell me you're going for. But go ahead and tell me who your Super Bowl pick is. Who my Super Bowl pick is. All right. Well, I've watched every game of the playoffs. Right. Almost every game of the regular season. Mm-hmm. And I can't pick against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have everything. They have offense. They have defense. They have the best player. They have Travis Kelsey, who was awesome on my fantasy team this year. So I have a <laughs> a very a much love for Travis Kelsey this man, year. You were winning fantasy back then, man. But us. yeah, no, I am gonna. I just think that the Chiefs have too much. I mean, it's tough to count, <laughs> tough to go against Brady because he apparently is just never gonna leave. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he is still here. And still back in the Super Bowl, but I'm going to go Chiefs 34-21. 24-21. Now look, I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you, man. I actually I'm gonna pick the Chiefs also, but I can see the upset. I can see an upset. I don't yeah. bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm worried now that I said that, but I'm not putting any money on it or anything like that. I know, but Brady, (laughs) you can't count him out, which is incredible. Like, he's 43 years old and still good. (laughs) Still good. Still great. Now, I mean, those those three interceptions in that game, and you tell me what you think, I think they weren't, they, they were not as bad as people made him seem because he was just flinging the ball out there. So it was like more like a punt. And, you know, when he did pick it off and they were so far ahead and that defense was playing lights out, he it, it was like he wasn't worried about it. No, no, he wasn't. And their defense is a lot better than people a give lot them credit. Better. And they're, they're, they've yeah. And you know what? It's something to be said about a team that's playing – hot or you know on a run 
you know, you know how those Giants team, that that Ravens team, how they they won on the road, and you know, I, I'm just I'm just saying I can see the upset. I can see the upset, but I'm with you, man. I'm going with my homeboy, my homeboy Aldum. Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Sammy <laughs> Watkins. Was Ty, Tyree Hill? Uh, oh, all, all Tyree Hill Nico is so Hartman. fast. Um, Nobody was, can catch them. No, the whole Chiefs offense is so fast. Yeah. Nobody can catch them. Exactly. Like they can. I mean, they'll literally give up three, four touchdowns on you, still come back and beat you. So I'm with you on that. I think Brady is gonna make it interesting. I think it's gonna yeah. be a lot closer. I'm gonna say thirty. To twenty-seven. That would be a great game. I, wa- I mean, at this point, I want a great game. Yeah, I would, well. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. I'm the same way. I want, the, I want a, a great game also. But um, I can see it going um in a different way. I, I can see it happening because two weeks is in Tampa. Tom Brady is motivated to prove that hey. I'm the best, and I can win without Belichick. Yeah. Now, are you buying that they really don't like each other like that? Uh, I am. Really? I am. I think that there was that there was tension there that because I think Belichick wanted actually to keep Garoppolo. I think that there was yeah. some issues there when right. Garoppolo was there, and he was like, you know, we got to move on. You know, Tom's getting 39, 40. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at 43, he's still in the final. I think it would be incredible if, you know, Mahomes made a last-minute drive. It kind of would be, you know, that passing of the torch, right? right. From the yeah, I'm with from you Brady, you know, from the Brady's greatness the last 15 years, and now really Mahomes right. getting to, you know, best quarterback and going to mm-hmm. be there for another 10 years at least. I'm with you. And... Now, now it will also be kind of dope to see Brady win the seventh Super Bowl. Maybe retire. I don't. I don't think this guy is going to retire. I, 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 it doesn't look no, like he's going to. He, he looks like he just loves playing. Yeah, you know, it's like he doesn't even have a supermodel wife or anything like that. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I know, man. like you have everything that you, you know. Could, like, you got your kids there. You guys look like you guys are having a ball. He's coming up to his son, telling him to come down and everything, give him a hug at, after the game, after another trip to the Super Bowl. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the kids are like that. We're used to you come, you know. We're used to it by now, man. We don't need a, a hug or anything. We just don't throw our hands up. We'll see you in Tampa, man. <laughs> They're used to, Playing at, home, used to right? it at this point, right? Playing at home, that's kind of crazy, too. Man, right? isn't it? I'm, I'm actually shocked that it's the first time. Well, you would think that in 50-plus years, it would have at least happened before, but it's Tell the first time it. ever. First time. First time. And it would be the Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers. Oh, well, as Skip Bayless would say, Suckaneers. those are the best times man i miss debating sports with my guys yeah man i mean you know i just had to get on here especially with it being super bowl week like i said it being um you know you know sports mania people kind of in the pandemic i feel you with the success of the podcast i was saying let's 
kind of throw a, a, a different wrinkle because most of the time I'm interviewing, you know, business people and music and kind of people in my old lane and things like that. And I was like, you know what? It's time to venture out. I need to interview somebody that's in the same realm as me, but is a lot different than me. Now, I, appreciate, I appreciate you having me on, man. I truly do. You know, I love, I could talk sports all day, as you know, <laughs> as I did, as I did back in the day. And, you know, you talk your ear off, but <laughs> I love, you know, I love talking it. You know, I'm happy to share anybody that wants to, wants to know, you know, you got to change when you have dreams, you got to go after them, man. You got to go after them hard. And that's the only way that I was able to make a career change at, you know, 27, 28 and figure it out and was able to, you know, now I found something that I love. That way work is not that hard. <laughs> Man, that's, it's so important to love what you do. I'm, I'm actually in that space now. I'm finally loving what I'm doing. And, um, you know, but I'm, 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 it's, it's still, it's still challenging in a way because you, 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 you're having to learn every day, but it's, it's something gratifying about being in a career that you enjoy, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like, you know, and you're right. Learning every day is huge. You got to You know, you just can't, can't stop. You always got to, you know, got to try to find some things, find that balance too, but Man, when you love what you're doing, it, it makes it so much easier. <laughs> I know, because I know both yes, of sir. us. We both know. know. We, we, were, we, you we know, would walk both in, <laughs> log we in, would walk into that night shift, and man, it was brutal. Two wasn't hours, it? it was. Like, those, oh, those brutal times. People don't understand. You know, <laughs> those times, man, when we were having those debates, but where there was <laughs> um, LeBron or. Michael oh, fit with right. the dolls and all that kind of stuff like that, or you with your Yankees, or your it's you know Indians, you know back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> all of that was a way to kind of get away from the phone calls and all that stuff like that, like getting cursed out. Oh man, I just got cursed out. Oh well, you know LeBron sucked last night. What? No, he didn't. <laughs> you know, just kind of it, <laughs> all of that took my mind away from. It. For those, you know, five or ten minutes, they let us get off the phone. Yeah, I know, right? Those were the best times, too. It was like, oh, it was such a grind, but hey. Yeah, man. You know, at least we had something to talk about. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I feel like I we like paid LeBron now. I was a LeBron hater back in the day. Yes, you were. Yes, I you have, were. I have now come to the other side. Greatness is what I'm watching every night. This is breaking news. This is breaking <laughs> news to you. People, do you understand this guy right here fought me tooth and nail about LeBron James every day? I don't know what was worse. He won. He did win. Took him a while to win. (laughs) How long? I mean, look, how long? (laughs) Give him the man some time. (laughs) Like, people want people to win, like, right away. I think people see that Jordan won six championships. And they see that sits in the road, they think like, hey, he uh he he just did it that that one time. I mean, he just did it six straight <laughs> times. And then he like he was only in the league for six years. <laughs> he just won it. <laughs> that, <laughs> now that those, is true. Like it wasn't uh, in the I year am. all those years when he didn't win. 
I have so many debates now with worker co-workers on Jordan and you know oh he did it all by himself with you know a bunch of scrubs next to him I'm like dude Scottie Pippen is was damn good <laughs> exactly. Dennis Rodman was awesome he like, was awesome he, 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 he really had some was. awesome players next to him like yeah. he, he had help and he was a top 50 player <laughs> I know like, he had help <laughs> well look I tell you what, man, <laughs> I, miss, I I definitely miss those times, and I appreciate you um, coming on, you know, um, you know, kind of, you know, reminiscing with me and all that, you know. Um, before I go, man, tell, let we gotta let our listeners, you know, give us some places, you know, to check out in Germany or or, or a good uh, dish or something like that, or you recommend like you know I, I'm a beer man myself. You got a beer, you uh, beer, well, you recommend, man. You're a beer man, then Germany is the place to go. Whoa, man, don't tell <laughs> me that. Germany's got man. great beer don't everywhere. Tell me that. Um, don't tell me that, man. You know, once this pandemic is <laughs> over, man, I, you know I need to fill my passport up some more, man. I got a few more. Hey, hey, I can hey well, then you got you got to go to Germany. All right, first place you need to go to Munich in the south part of Germany, Oktoberfest. Oh. <laughs> two or three weeks of just straight partying and you can go at any time go for a weekend or go for a week and it's going to be Munich okay. yes M-U-N-I-C-H yeah, yeah, Munich I'm, Germany yeah. Okay, it's incredible it's okay. incredible great okay. beer uh, great bratwurst yeah. straight off the grill mm. every street corner is mm. hopping that would be my unit. first we recommendation. We got Munich. What, what got Munich. Um, then I think you got to go to Berlin. Historical Berlin. reasons. Right. A lot of places to go in Berlin. A lot of museums. Also, you can still see kind of remnants of the wall uh, that obviously was torn down. But, you know, there's a lot of history in Berlin. Okay. Um, what would be another place? Now, this is a place north. where the brothers can go, right? You know what I'm saying? Don't have no problem over there. You can go anywhere. You can go anywhere in Germany. <laughs> um, I'd probably say go to Hamburg. If you're interested, Germany's seafood capital is Hamburg, which is in the north. Seafood. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I like seafood. Flows right into the North Sea. Okay. You know, you can see the ships. You can actually go take cruises out and grab your own seafood if you want to uh, so yeah Hamburg uh, Berlin is more in the east Munich is in the south it be cover the whole country for you right oh, there okay so if I start in Munich make my way to Berlin learn me something I can get drunk in Munich go to Berlin learn something and then finish in Hamburg absolutely <laughs> and in Germany you got great public transportation so you don't even need a car oh, hop man, on the I'm train I'm oh, good. Go I'm everywhere. Good. Okay, 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 man. Look, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna add this to the list, man. I'm gonna see how see how the, the family, you know, uh, roll with it, man. I'm gonna see if I can convince them after this podcast, man. We'll see how it go. How about that? Sounds <laughs> great. Hey, sounds good to me. If you got extra money, take me. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, I gotta have a host. I don't like to go anywhere without a, a good host, man. <laughs> I will gladly be the host for that trip. Say no more, man. Well, look, man. This has been this has been phenomenal, man. It's, it's been great catching up with you. You know, I, I want to let you know, man. Um, you know, I know it's this is tough times. You know, we're both in a field that we 
we've actually, um, I feel like we've uh, kind of maximized our opportunity. <laughs> and um, I feel like we're, we're continuing to do that. Um, you know, I, 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 I want to tell you that I'm proud of you. You know, keep doing your thing, man. We watching you out here. <laughs> Same to you, man. Same to you. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Hey, before we go, man, I I forgot, you know, about this clip that um, the sports clip, and uh, I meant to tell you a while back. You know how you uh, got you, you were getting married, and I seen you on um, Sports <laughs> I saw yeah. This is my icebreaker special. Every time I need to do an icebreaker with a new group. Yeah. I was. I bring up. Yeah. I I just want to let you know my feeling when I saw this real quick. And I'm going to let you go. I'm watching ESPN and I'm just, I I don't know. You know, they're going through the whole, you know, I think it was what Scott, whatever his name is, at the end of the night. And he's making fun of. Uh, you know this guy. He's, look at this guy. He's about to marry. Uh, with, with, who was in the in the costume? Your wife or you? No, it, it was oh, no, the no, actual she had mascot. The, uh, she had the, the mascot there, right? There's the mascot. The mascot walked uh, her down, right? Uh, the mascot walked me down. Walked you down. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at this right, and I'm like, hold up. And when I saw your face, man, <laughs> I'm like, this dude right here is living the dream. I I mean, to see that happen and to know the passion you have behind your school, your alma mater and all that, uh, how did that feel? It was, so it was obviously the best day of my life because my wife was the one who actually came up with the idea. Okay. I had nothing to do with, everybody doesn't believe me, but it actually is true. So she came up with the idea of wanting to do something special for me. And since we were getting married at, uh, at my school, uh, they had a great, gave me a great discount on a beautiful ballroom uh, wow. to get married in. See, that's what uh, happens when you're thought, two eight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> she thought, you know, why not, you know, do something you know, fun uh, for Johannes and ask the mascot if uh, he would escort me down. Since obviously she was being escorted by her dad, right, uh, right. per usual. So she wanted to do something for me and she asked. So she went to, we were, we were at a basketball game like two or three months before that. And she went to the athletic official or whoever in charge of the mascot and asked him if this was an option and uh, worked on it. And yeah, I found out like a week before. She's like, oh yeah, I got a surprise for you. You're going to be escorted down by the mascot. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm Let's down. do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so yeah, that happened. And um, I actually still have the newspaper because it was front page of the news. Of, wow. uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina's newspaper that day, mm-hmm. and then the next day it got into Sports Center, and I kept getting calls from college basketball writers wanting to know how I pulled off being escorted down by the mascot <laughs> on my wedding day. Dude, so yeah, I had my uh, 
48 hours of fame uh, <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to that moment. Man, that was awesome, dude. Just to see your face, how how you were smiling like that. I, I was smiling for you, man. I was just going crazy. I was like, man, that's my guy, you're honest, man. <laughs> and to see you, yeah. to see you actually having that moment after knowing how passionate you are about your album, Mata, dude, I, I mean, dude, you 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 could have fell out, you could have fell out and, and passed out at that moment, and I would have understood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a great it was a great moment, and I'm, and now you know it's awesome. it's an awesome story to tell, and I still have the YouTube clip saved. Man, look, <laughs> you send me that man because I was looking for it because I was I knew I was going to ask you about it. But I I'll send that, it to I you. Send it to me, man, because I, I remember it and I was like, I was looking for it and I was like, I know it's out there. <laughs> but I said, you know what? I'm just going to surprise you and ask you once we got on the show. Yeah, no, I'll send it to you. Uh, like I said, yeah. YouTube clip is saved. I have the uh, newspaper, the front, the front page <laughs> of the newspaper. Hey, man, I want to see all that, man. Send me a picture of it in there, too, man. <laughs> so, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. That is real cool, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I love my Eagles. What can I say? <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> well, dude, I appreciate you jumping on with me, man. Give me a few minutes of your time, man. No problem. Thank you. Anytime, man. <laughs> you keep doing what you're doing. I will, man. I appreciate you, man. And, hey, what? I mean, if someone want to see your, you know, your expert opinionated sports analysis, how can they check you out? <laughs> <laughs> well, for that, you mo- you go uh, go to my Twitter account. It's okay. uh, Joe Cool Woo. So J O C O O L W U. Any kind of sports expertise or sports opinions, I probably should say, is going to be there. Right. I love all sports, so you'll see. You'll see soccer, you'll see football, you'll see basketball, you'll see all kinds of sports that I talk about uh, because that's pretty much what I love to do. And he is definitely true to that, man. Look, man, I, um, I like I said, I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, as far as, you know, the show, another one in the books. Obviously, we off to a great start. So can't stop. Make sure this year you read a book and not just Facebook. Stay on the road towards success, lose the stress, and stay blessed. One more thing, make sure you subscribe to us. Search Maverick Ice TMI Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Or wherever you search podcasts. We're there. And as always, you know how I get down. Stay up more than you stay down. We out.